0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Value Line Observer, brought to you by the Value Guys. Oh, we got to start over.
1: Oh, start over.
0: Whew. <clears throat> Talking out loud turned out to be kind of a little trickier than I thought Just it was be. Just relax. Hello. Test, uh, test, hello, test. hello, 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 hello. Test, hello, 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 test, hello, test. What am I wearing? Okay. On you're on the, you're at hello, everybody. Welcome to the Value Line Observer, brought to you by the Value Guys. I'm Vern Value. And I'm Values. And we're 20-year Wall Street veteran portfolio managers that have, ta- and analysts that have taken on secret identities, adopted disguises, changed our voices. And I'm 25 gone years, Vern, as you know. Just anyway. Go on. Don't so let that, me interrupt. So that we can stay employed uh, because our bosses would never allow us to bring you our unvarnished, unfiltered, uh, candid. candid views uh, Just roger on, on, on stocks. You know? every, every week we get together and uh, – Look for uh, ideas in that week's Value Line Investment Survey. This week we're looking at the issue dated May 30th, 2008. Uh, And before we get on with the exciting stocks that we want to talk about this week.
1: (laughs) Which is ones we're not going to talk about here, by the way. (laughs) We
0: want to remind you that this is for entertainment purposes only. Even if it's only our own. You aren't going and to be entertained tonight, and, ladies and gentlemen. Look, it's, it's costing you nothing, okay? Yeah, Seriously. Whatever. You know, Put it on two, in the background. Two ergs of electricity or something. And, um, and we may own all the stocks that we're talking about. We may have all kinds of conflicts of interest. Um, and we may know nothing about what we're talking about. I don't about. know anything this And you may not I be want. able to tell which in which case, uh, you know, applies. But... Um, you know the idea is to have a little bit of fun. Uh, if you want to learn I'm more about it I'm not having us, fun I'm late. Anyway, please don't. please visit our website at www.thevalueguys.com.
1: I've been changing the website around. In the by second the way. half
0: of the show, I'm going to come back with some I have some uh, interesting ideas in the medical supplies industry, which is the largest industry sector in this week's value line, which also has electric utilities in the east. You, maybe you had something out I of wanna, that group. No, I, no, that's a great me neither. idea. It's too expensive. Um, the precision instrument industry, whatever that is. Well, I'm, I love I'm that area. But very I didn't. sharp knives. Uh, it's got to have like you know 3D or electronics. Auto and truck, which I didn't see anything in. Uh, but uh, before I do that, I'm going to turn it over to uh, my mentor and friend, the senior oh my, value please. guy. Oh please.
1: Oh please. The senior yes, value guy, thank values. Hughes. Thank you, everyone. I'm going to put some applause in here just because it seems appropriate. I've only done that one other time. Um, I didn't have a chance to do much work this week. It's been a little hectic for me down at the office. Uh, a lot of meetings. Well, a lot understand. of clients want to know what the frick in <laughs> God's name is going on. But we just weathered through. Yeah, you, you know, these
0: 2 and 3% Listen, moves in the entire market in a week.
1: Uh, we've been studying history, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a value guy right now, you know, it seems like you're a little – under siege well why because we're in a period that happens not that often so you know you can always look back 10 years and see what had happened before and uh, this recession that's coming I just can't help but note that uh, last quarter's GDP just got revised upward Uh, now I know we're on record predicting a recession greater height to fall yeah okay whatever there's a lot of data in that number so it moves around It, it will get revised again but we're moving along, and, you know... Did you see the consumer confidence number? It's the worst in 28 years, I know. Well, 28 uh, years ago was 1991.
0: Did you pick what? up the Wasn't uh, it? significant acceleration in inflation expectations?
1: Um, you know, supply and demand is going to take care of itself. These Dow,
0: Dow this week announced price increases on 20 pounds of 20%. Well,
1: guess what? Demand is going to fall. Prices for these feedstocks are going to go down. You know down. how demand is going to fall? The economy slows down or contracts. Right. Go study 1991. This has happened before. We got through a quadrupling of oil prices, and all that happened was the U.S. economy responded, cut demand, uh, developed other resources, which is happening right now. I've got the guys in the shop right now, and actually it's not my idea. It's one of my colleagues. Just we're pursuing, you know, alternate energy. Don't buy the names everybody knows about in solar or wind. Buy the suppliers to the guys that are doing solar and wind, and you've got some type of... You know trend that's reliable, and that's I think the key uh but it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty rough time for value guys right now. I just want to say, but basically economy the problem is it's the biggest economy the world has ever seen, and it only grew a little bit, so that's not plus, so bad
0: plus th- we have the ad- we, we have the advantage of this only being for entertainment purposes so oh, right
1: who know I don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> unemployment's low uh and you have the biggest group of the wealthiest people. Ever ta- ever in history, all uh, sort of worse. connected bad, by bad, the bad internet, which ooh, is free. Yeah, it is getting worse. Picture fire and brimstone. Yeah, of course. Do that. And while you're at it, uh, look for ba- look for some. If some you're bargains. still alive,
0: if you haven't killed yourself.
1: Well, we were we were improved. The market's getting a little better. Value is seems to be performing a little better. And we've got a couple of good ideas this week. I have to admit, I don't know a lot about this first one. Fei. Mm-hmm. What? What do you mean, we? What did I say? You said we. We, we have about a what? Of good ideas. Well, we I mean, meaning you, you. Well, you and I. Do you I not, do you not any have any good ideas this week? You don't even Fern? know what my ideas are. No, no. You told me. I just wasn't paying any attention. No. Uh, because so. I have my own things going on. But listen.
0: You know, time is uh, ticking by okay. on the clock. All right, Maybe you want I'm to get watching. Started I do. Already.
1: All right. Let's get right into it. Just fast forward through this if you don't like this banter. Page one twenty-eight. FEI Company ticker FEIC. Okay, what do they do? They are uh, they design, manufacture, and market products and systems that are used in research, development, and manufacturing of very small objects. Why am I attracted to that? Manufacturing processes are getting smaller and smaller. So that's a thirty thousand, you know. Foot observation, more like forty or forty-five thousand. Yeah, it could be. But then I see that their returns on capital are incrementally getting better each year, and I have to admit I know nothing about this. So it's like I'm turning the page 128. I'm going, hmm, what's this about? Uh, The first thing I'm drawn to is they're selling at about nine times cash flow. So that's 11% cash on cash. Granted, I haven't paid for anything at that point, so I want to look at some kind of free cash flow. So I'll take this 2.75 forecast for 09, subtract the 50 cents in capital spending forecast for '09. That's 2.25. Stock at 22. That's 10 times some kind of value line free cash flow number. That's a 10% cash on cash. Again, simple, right? Then I'm going to look at uh, their balance if, sheet. If
0: the cash number is going to grow.
1: Well, that's what Value line's predicting. Oh, that's well, all I know. I guess it's going to happen. Then. Well, I'm just talking about well, what's, what's the in business. The value you line. tell us what they do. They, were you not in the room, my friend? No, they it's make stuff. About little stuff. They make stuff. Uh, they're in R and D and manufacturing of very small objects. This is gaining what share. Kind of objects. Listen, you're asking a lot of meaningless questions. <laughs> I'm going to say to you, from thirty thousand feet or fifty thousand feet, is that going to grow faster than GDP? Yes, yeah, so I'm drawn in. I like things gaining market share. Rubber
0: bands are small things; they're, they're not, not growing gaining faster share. than right.
1: They're right, but these guys are. So I'm I'm continuing to be. Oh, beach. okay. I'm continuing to be Is that why the stock's
0: been outperforming the market for the last five or six no, years? No, it's,
1: it's listen, it's not a technician's favorite, I'll admit. But you're showing your true stripes now by even talking about the chart, my friend. And for longtime listeners, I just want to say privately, I'm a
0: little the market. worried
1: about Vern's value credentials when he starts talking about the chart. And I think you know what I mean, if you've been listening. Now, let me just go on. These guys are showing an operating margin in the 20% range. That says to me, proprietary. Otherwise, we wouldn't, they wouldn't get that price if it wasn't doing something that people needed. They wouldn't be able to do that type of pricing. Somebody else would be in there with a better price. So they're doing something special. Their returns on capital are growing from uh, admittedly zero in '05, but now they're 11%. So the incremental – I guess they'll be 50% in three years. Oh, listen, Mr. Quip Artist, I'm trying to go through the numbers. They're showing incremental returns on total capital that are, I'm going to just say, stunning. Mm -hmm. And I don't know anything about this. They're not levered at all. They've got 19% returns on capital. Cash offsets debt. And on a free cash flow basis, they're kind of at a 10% cash on cash. And Value Line says they're going to grow earnings at 17%. Why
0: is the stock down so much?
1: Do I know – let me tell you why. Valley I mean, that, line, I mean, oh, value line Oh I should line read line some does. of this. Okay, yeah. hold on. Uh, lackluster results. Oh. Well guess what? The you know, the economy's not growing.
0: Well, lackluster is fifteen percent anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, sales growth of just two percent. They're you know, they've been building for the future, so they got a lot of fixed costs. So when things slow down, they've probably added sales force, capacity, all kinds of things. No one knew the slowdown was coming. So they're levered to growth and their share net, according to Value Line, fell forty four percent. So, although revenues they say were the highest ever, so I don't know how bad that sounds, ladies and gentlemen. The margin, of course, was affected by a big fixed cost, and the numbers fell, and the street got nervous about it. There's a lot of stocks that are exhibiting this. The recession's about to come. Kind do you have of any pricing. Any other stocks to talk about? I do. Well, how's Great. my time? How's my time? Um, uh, you're doing fine. On you time. know, if I could
0: just—just just looking for some good ideas. This
1: is a good idea, frankly. Right. If you could, if what you could just make? give me a moment. I've already—I've <laughs> talked about it three times, Vern. We—I have to admit, I don't know if we should have said think this upfront. That's up the front. point. We've been drinking just a little, and it's Friday afternoon. So, Vern, I don't—I don't, I don't want to say, but you know, there's just something going on with Vern today, and I, I don't. I wish wanna, I had another one of these. Cookies. I know you do, Fish, <laughs> Cookie. Let's put quotes around that phrase, okay? Uh, in any case, this FEI, I think, is a good idea. They're showing good cash on cash returns and some growth. Uh, the street doesn't like it because estimates are going down in the near term. I think it's because they've been building capacity. Anyway, okay, second up this week, Cardinal Health, CAH, page mm, 188. It's a good stock. This is a long-time uh, well-run company. I would like to just, can I interrupt a second?
0: Why, why does just, it matter what I, I want, say? I just want to officially, yeah, as speaking as Vern Value, I want to officially endorse
1: – This stock recommendation. So go ahead now. This is where the uh, applause comes in again because we now have Vern's endorsement of Cardinal Health. What could be more important than that? Uh, Anyway, this is a stock I covered on Wall Street and uh, know a little bit about it, Vern. And Vern, you know, I just want to say that since that time, since I recommended it back then, they've just gone down. So I'll give you that one. But what's happened is it's become a little more competitive they're a distributor of health care they've added businesses they have probably paid a little too much which is why their returns on capital have sort of been you know sluggish although they're still mid teens uh and they generate a little bit of leverage with about 30% re- you know debt to cap which puts them in a return on equity around 20% what are you rooting around for, I'm looking for relax the, i'm
0: looking for the cover of the the page, cover yeah i cover don't page. have it i don't have are it you sure
1: well, let me – look. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, it okay. On. Vern Sorry. has it. a little insight into what's going on today with the show. Sorry. Uh, no problem. Listen. Okay. Cardinal Health. I think the theme here is health is growing faster than GDP, and Cardinal Health, despite their, you know, a little bit of sluggishness in total cap, which the street doesn't like, basically these guys used to sell at an unsustainable multiple of for 30, 40 times earnings. They were the darling of the industry. They never missed an estimate. And the industry has changed its pricing approach where they used to sort of make a spread on inventory buys. Now they've had to go to a real kind of a fee for service. They're very deep into healthcare organizations with software and also logistics, you know, get it there right now or in 15 minutes or by tomorrow in quantity. Uh, And they have a lot of information systems to monitor the need and keep the uh, inventory in sync with demand. So they're very powerful helpers to the healthcare system, and Cardinal Health is gaining share. There's still a lot of little guys, little hospitals that they can reach out to and help on productivity, and we've never, as a society, needed improved productivity more than we do now. So they're apt to continue to uh, benefit from, you know, demographics and the need for more health care. Right now, they're selling at a price that's cheaper than ever in history, really. they are running out of time. Okay, Great. Uh, I'm going to suggest that they're selling at uh, you know nine times gross cash flow. Okay, about we're going to get to them. Okay. Uh, they have a buck in cap spending. That's maybe four fifty in free cash. So maybe an eight percent cash on cash yield plus thirteen percent earnings growth. This is a twenty percent return. Cardinal Health, CAH. I'm running out of time according to Vern. So okay, Cardinal Health. It's a it's a I think it can be a real stable influence on a portfolio. Kinetic Concepts, KCI. Page two thirteen. What did you just say? Pork rind. Oh God, I couldn't couldn't begin to have a pork rind. KCI, page two thirteen. For longtime listeners they know I've been an owner of this, and I still am. I actually sold half my position or around I didn't get the peak price, but in the sixties. Uh the stocks come down really for no discernible reason other than continued concern about a competitor. Uh, which is not uh, materializing. So for those of you that don't know the story, Kinetic Concepts provides uh, a product that helps to heal burn wounds through a system of, uh, of a vacuum uh, seal over the wound, and that accelerates healing and that reduces costs for the hospital. It gets people back to work quicker, so you have an economic story around it. I mean, it's reality, and the insurance companies then like that because it saves them money in terms of their liability for a particular injury. So it's you know appreciated by the insurers and the payers. Meantime, all the doctors, and we've talked to them, uh, this is the best of class approach. So they're gaining share. They put up. You know, what's the margin? 28% operating margin, 12% return on capital that they leverage to the low 20s on equity. Uh, They have, I think, 9% debt to capital. The reason the stock's down is that people are concerned, Smith & Nephew, and there's been a lot of press, Google it up, Kinetic Concepts and Smith & Nephew. A lot of concern that Smith & Nephew is going to all of a sudden gain share. They bought a competitor to Kinetic and there was a lawsuit, what have you, that scares people. Uh, Kinetic continues to have the best product. It's trading at one of the biggest discounts to the market in healthcare, where you have an economic story around a product in a period of you know demographics and such, and also concern about costs.
0: Period it's, of demographics. Demographic what changes. What does that mean? Well,
1: diabetics really are beneficiaries, and as people okay. age, they tend to get that more often. So, and then you have the burn. You were the, starting the to burn. sound like an MSNBC. Journalist. No, I don't know. I'm just trying to speed up because you're saying hurry up. So, kinetic concepts, KCI. There's a lot to the story. I'll have to get to next time or listen to a past show. Look how little time you Page 213. Okay, Vern Value, a lot of ado this week because I've taken his time. <laughs> no, it's okay. But we can have a longer show. You were distracted by something. You don't have things. to keep to that, Vern. <clears throat> That's just if we were ever going to do something with this show besides <clears throat> do this. But, no, we'll see. Yeah, my first stock. go on. Let's turn this off and just see how long you go. My first
0: stock is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. My first stock is a stock that uh, I've never heard of. I like stocks that I've never heard of before. And I'm not sure how to pronounce it. The symbol is C U T R, trades on the Nasdaq, Cutera, or maybe Cute Ra.
1: Cute Ra, probably. Like the
0: Egyptian uh, pharaoh, and maybe they have a whole logo that goes with it or something. I don't know. I don't don't know know on that one. But the word cute is in it, and I think that you know, so it has something going for it. Certainly, it's rated five by Value Line. So well, that's the first good thing I've heard. And it has a chart that would. Justify a five in value lines uh, momentum oriented uh, rating system because it's really done almost nothing except go straight down uh, over the past That's looks bad, like about fifteen
1: months bad looking you know chart. from
0: a high last year, just short of thirty nine dollars to a recent price of eleven the lowest price on this page except for some time below that in two thousand four when the st- excuse me when the stock first came public at fourteen dollars. And traded down over the following uh, six months before uh, eventually taking off on a big run. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I'm describing the price chart to you. This is one mm-hmm. of these uh, laser. I'm uh, suspect. It's one of these laser companies that uh, makes a product that you use to uh, remove hair and um, uh, uh, veins that are close to the surface um, as a cos- I mean, it's a form of cosmetic surgery, if you will. They make the equipment to do that. There's several stocks out there. Mm-hmm. And value Line has them uh, well covered in their medical supplies I at a industry this week, area. But, I didn't, but the thing I that don't intrigues know. me I don't now, know about that. this one in particular, compared to the others, is that, um, um, you know, of course, they, you have the paradox of Value Line rating it a five and saying that expected returns over the next few years would be 16 to 34 percent annually. That is a paradox, for her. Yes, isn't it? The huh. uh, the, the eleven dollar stock price is about a ten percent discount to book value. So that interests me. Um, but I look at the capital structure and I see no debt. And I look I like at that. the balance sheet and I see ninety-three million dollars of cash and only thirteen million shares. Hmm. So I have seven dollars per share of excess free cash the stock's on the at eleven sheet. I'm loving that. Stocks eleven, now I'm at four. Wow. At four dollars, I'm five times cash flow. Down 20% over the last couple of years and at 50% of sales per share. These are great metrics for a value guy. Uh, And in that same period of time where cash flow has gone down by 20%, revenue per share has gone up by 40%. Operating margins for this company are around 10%. I don't think Value Line really knows where they're going to be this year. They make the very good point. The discretionary, this relies on discretionary consumer spending, which is under pressure from gas prices and a variety of other sources of inflation. Uh, you very well may see significant declines on top line here, but they haven't happened yet. And I think what uh, the stock is doing is with a 70% decline, basically discounting most of your downside risk. And and so if it turns out that the world's not ending for a company like
1: Qterra, you could make a very significant percentage return. Well, wait a minute. I want to back up a little bit there. Yeah. That part about the world not ending for yes, them. Right. What about the alternative? What if the world is ending for them? I just want to. Well, you know, but I have turkey I have, at I Thanksgiving no and all that. I have no debt. But what do and they do? The laser,
0: laser stuff. And I've generated a ten to fifteen percent. What
1: if the cash flow uh, listen, yield? I don't want to be the on, devil on here. Revenue every okay. year since I came. Right, Perfect. But you know, what if the FDA says? This, this hurts people, and they're I not have, allowing it they, anymore. One of the, we don't one know. of the, oh, it's one going is- to zero. I mean, what do you mean? That's
0: an event we've, risk. We've, How do we, we address that? we fully disclosed that we may know nothing about well, the stocks I don't know we're talking about. about. it. I, what do you say I about that? The first thing I said was I'd never
1: heard of the company But before. what do you say about that risk? That's what I'm getting at. Well, I
0: say that the company has some new fractional ablative technology.
1: Oh, well, then uh, which never mind. At, okay. <laughs> no, good. Perfect. <laughs> which That's fine, then. It's which all fine. it's
0: Reducing wrinkles by targeting the deep dermal layer of oh. the skin, okay. unlike those other Fly My Not products that apparently target some other layer okay, well of the then scale.
1: hey no problem then sorry i mentioned it <laughs> and nope, international it revenue <laughs> where it's well known that people
0: are more vain than they are here it's already 42 right. percent of revenue okay and presumably could go yeah, a lot well, higher so true. take a look at c-u-t-r cute raw or cutera, or, or some other it's uh, got to uh, be Q-T-Raw, Q-T-Raw, doesn't
1: it <laughs> uh i think it
0: probably does i uh, right. My second stock is another stock from the medical supply. And matter of fact, yeah. all of my ideas this week are from the medical supply. Is that your industry. theme this week? Yes. My theme is people get sick, and increasingly uh, they expect other people to pay for more and more expensive uh, treatments. health care. And nice. there's, um, there's a reasonable chance that under a uh, Democratic administration with veto-proof majorities in both houses of Congress that you could see uh, – you could see health care essentially enshrined as a right and then uh, become the largest driver of federal spending over the, uh, the following decades. You might be right, eh? I might be. <laughs> I might be. But Listen, I also I might have had to, uh, too many cocktails and to our neighbors, need to, to, the to move north, on to my next stock, which is called the, Med Action In,
1: best healthcare system, or Medical Not Action really, Industries,
0: which according to Value Line is another one I've never heard of. Uh, symbol is MDCI, another Nasdaq stock. Uh, engaged in the development, manufacture, marketing, and supply of medical and surgical disposable products. Disposable medical products oh, used like for that. the containment of medical waste. Perfect. They make minor That's procedure going kits going and trays, sterile operating room towels, and sterile laparotomy sponges. Laparotomy sponges. Hey, these are not laporotomy high-tech products. These are not high-tech products. No, but. But Make for people salesman, who are looking for an opportunity the to buy into the medical supplies industry in consumables categories, here's a yeah. company with a $250 million uh, equity market cap, $50 million of debt, so a $300 million enterprise value. They generate $300 million of revenue with, um, well, I guess depressed margins, expected to go to around nine. But historically, the last ten years have averaged twelve or thirteen percent return on capital. Has been consistently in the teens. The company really has done nothing but grow over this period of time. Stock's down forty percent in the last year because growth has slowed. I am mm-hmm. going to do my Vern value so imitation now, right now. Yeah. Oh, that explains why the stock's down. Well, I'm, there may be other issues. Uh-huh. I mean, weak bottom yeah. line performance, according to Value Line, yeah. weak bottom line performance has probably contributed to the sell off. You know, but that's a very but if, keen observation by value If you, I mean, you look through line, all of the different stocks in this, this industry this week, you we would it. have noticed. And it's a reason to look at the charts. In fact, it would be instructive to kind of flip through them like one of those flip books where the little stick man jumps over the fence or whatever. Um, because you'll see that all of the medical tech or medical supply stocks they look like have that. been selling off. You know, yeah. early. You know, in the early, which part makes of this no year. sense
1: when the government is going to start paying everybody more. Other than they here's think- a company. I mean, this stock is
0: down yeah. in a big way. It's trading at a market multiple. It's trading at about ten times of expected oh nine cash flow. I'll remind everybody, we're halfway through oh eight at this point. Looks to me like a big buyout opportunity.
1: Now maybe the market thinks medical that the, uh, action. Maybe the market industries. thinks the Democratic administration is going to cut price for all this stuff as a way to improve the you know going healthcare to be, budget. We're
0: going to be cleaning our clothes on
1: rocks, okay?
0: Uh, and third, third stock I want to talk about. Come this on, week, comrade!
1: It's not going to be that. Is high. Zimmer,
0: is Zimmer Holdings symbol ZMH? ValueLine rates this a two. It's been a while since I liked a stock that ValueLine also likes. And for those of you who may not have heard of Zimmer, um, spun out of Bristol Myers Squibb in 2001, they make orthopedic products, including reconstructive implants, 84% of the business, and fracture management devices, another 10%. Uh, they make some uh, surgical products as well. Uh, basically, they make um, you know if you uh, if you have a hip replacement operation. The uh, the new hip socket,
1: hip sneeze, Hips summarize. and knees, summarized basically. Yeah. Thank you. Thank That's you. Zimmer,
0: right? Um, and we're talking about the highest technology in highest, the medical products world. The best. We're talking about something that an obese and increasingly diabetic. America will need well, wait more and more. Oh no, 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 no.
1: It's not just that and we're, talking
0: Hold on. The, we're talking about we're talking about the timeline since the development of these technologies because while some people in the early days believed that they were permanent solutions we've come to understand that an initial knee or hip replacement is something that then will need to be replaced itself 10 to 15 years later. Right. And so we're looking at not only improving demographics in terms of the population getting older and having greater uh, 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 financial resources to pay for this kind of commonly, not exclusively, but commonly elective surgery, we're also looking at an echo boom from those that were the leading wave of of those that had the had the you know the early stage stuff done, which by the way hasn't lasted as long and is uh, problem free as people hoped it would. Naturally, it was a developing and emerging technology. Well,
1: a lot of the lifestyle that you know Western society has adopted in terms of uh, you know sports, uh, skiing particularly, but you know all sports. And if you think back to depending on what age you are, John F. Kennedy, you know, started up this whole, what was it called? You know, everybody had to do calisthenics and all that. And what was that Remember called? that? And we're yeah. old guys, but he had the a The President's whole, Council on Ca- Physical Fitness. Right, there you go. John Kennedy was the first president to embrace physical fitness. So you had all these guys that are now running everything now, let's face it, embrace physical fitness. And so and skiing, things have gone, tennis, have all these things. And your body's not meant for that. No one, it's like cigarettes mm. everyone knows about, not good for for you, who could think tennis wouldn't be good for you or skiing wouldn't be good for you? But it turns out it isn't, and your knees and your hips break. Zimmer, what they pioneered was the micro uh, surgery, so they gained share because they could get you back to work faster, smaller incision, all that. A few years ago, well, they
0: make uh, they make very uh, precisely dimensioned. Uh, typically investment cast products out of exotic uh, alloys that have been FDA approved for insertion within a human body the uh, the testing and certification processes that are involved here are huge barriers to entry company earns 35 to nearly 40% operating margins return on capital in the 16% range in recent years there had been some execution issues stock down 20% recently they've uh, had a voluntary recall that's Medicare, they have uh, a temporary concerns. well they have a temporary <laughs> issue that's affecting short term earnings power pricing it's but called but value line still looking for double digit earnings growth let me tell you eight, the risk in this nine, name go ahead on a on a market multiple historically because of the incredibly exciting fundamentals behind the story Mm. and their strong market position generally has supported a twenty times cash flow
1: multiple now around twelve times Yeah, but the weakness in zimmer is their gross margin it's about seventy percent which means giant markup on your cost of goods and traditionally, this has been paired up with a doctor who gets more than they do and says, I want Zimmer. So they had some price protection, but the government's coming after them. This, and right that's the fear. So, that. uh, what anyway. a professional. But it's, uh, so I had uh, three,
0: yeah. uh, I think, very interesting stocks this week. I'm going to go with Zimmer as my best idea, even though it's uh, – no, no, I have to go with q Wow, audible. Q-Tera at five times cash flow, 50% of sales. Uh, FTA, with a lot of cash on the 't know C U T R. Well, Zimmer is such a good idea, though. The
1: price risk—they could cut prices in half. Okay. Their operating margins should be 30%. The, well, okay. and that's
0: what I liked about Qterra because if Value Line's wrong and cash flow isn't just going to go down 20%, but goes down 40, I, I still have an incredibly cheap stock.
1: And my favorite this week. Uh, I want to say Kinetic. If you're a little risk-oriented, I own that and all that. But I think long-term accounts, Cardinal Health, CAH, great buying opportunity. Yeah, I wanted
0: to recommend it this week, yeah. but I knew you'd probably uh, do it. Thank you, and I, it's cheaper than McKesson. McKesson's a great company, yeah. but better returns and lower valuation. Congratulations, internal. Vern, by the way. Yeah, thanks for that. I appreciate it. We'll see you all next week.